Good morning, friends. Skip here. December 25th, Christmas morning, 2023. Hope all is well with you. I'm sitting here watching the rain fall. It has rained a lot, which we need. Uh, watching my dog try to eat my son's slipper. <laughs> I, I just don't have the energy to stop the puppy right now. Uh, so, if you hear some gnawing going on, it's, uh, that's the puppy chewing the slipper. And you may wonder, why don't I stop him? Well, uh, my son needs to learn to put the slippers up. And I don't want to get up. <laughs> Plus, he doesn't really chew stuff up. He just sort of nudges it around. Yet, I would imagine as soon as he grows up a little bit, there'll be lots of chewed up stuff. So, that's the noise in the background, and and I wish you a happy whatever it is that you celebrate. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, as I have said before, <laughs> whatever, nothing. I hope this day brings you great joy and great peace. Um, want to sort of take the holiday and talk a little bit about a paradigmatic shift, paradigm shifts. Because when we're talking about spirituality, I think one of the things we are talking about is a personal paradigm shift. And if enough people, enough people participate in self-discovery, I think it, it can, maybe, I hope, lead to a collective paradigm shift, a collective shift in consciousness, a collective new way of seeing things. And that's going to be my working definition of, of paradigm here during this uh, podcast. I just got up and moved the, uh, moved the slipper out of the way. I didn't want to listen to it anymore. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I greet you this morning as I am caring for a very hyper puppy and a very soggy Christmas morning. Let's talk about paradigm shift. I'm watching a documentary about the Beatles on uh, Hulu. It's called Eight Days a Week. It's about the beginning and when they would tour, and, and it's a great Ron Howard documentary. Uh, you know, the, the Beatles were, and they were slightly before my time, but they were a paradigm shift. They were a new way of seeing music, uh, fashion, culture. They were a, a, a moment of change in the world from sort of the post-war conservative understanding of reality to this more free, more rhythmic, more melodic, more harmonic way of, of being, not just in music, but how they were, who they were, how they dressed, how they wore their hair, changed culture. That's a culture a paradigm shift. That's a shift in the culture. Uh, I don't think we will see that again until Nirvana. I'm a big Nirvana fan. And the year 1991, when you see maybe something not quite as large, but you see a, a, a shift from a way of thinking that became stale 
and uninspired to something more inspired. I could point out all kinds of moments of paradigm shift in culture and in the world. But what I want to talk about today is spiritual paradigm shifts. I believe that on Christmas we celebrate, although no one really knows the date, the birth of Jesus. You know, Christians do that. And that's, for me anyway, it's not so much a celebration of an individual, but the celebration of a, of a paradigm shift. Because those teachings that were preserved and lasted about loving one's enemy, uh, you know, turning the other cheek, uh, loving your neighbor, loving yourself, these things were a paradigm shift. And I could say the same thing about Buddha. I could say the same thing about Muhammad. I could say the same thing about Gandhi, about King, to one degree or another. <coughs> some less, some more, maybe. But they were a paradigmatic paradigm shift in the conscious, the collective consciousness of the human race. Those are those are pretty big moments, right? I think the work that is called for by us and the work I think we can maybe take this Christmas day if we choose to, which, you know, historically was a celebration of the winter solstice anyway, but we could take this moment and sort of look at our own paradigm and our own shifting paradigm in our personal life. Because that's really what spirituality is, folks, at least as far as I can tell. It is a shift in perception, a shift in how we perceive the meaning of our life, the meaning of the world. And it's not just a shift in how we think or our conceptual thinking, but in substantial meaning, in love, that same love that that these great figures in history talked about, that when we realize that we are a part of something and not an individual ego off doing whatever it wants, when we realize that how we care for ourselves and for others not only matters, it gives life context, it gives life meaning. That's the greatest paradigm shift. Now, our struggle is, is that we're not taught that. And, you know, I'm back to the false reality thing again. We're not taught that a personal paradigm shift has that level of value to it. Uh, or that it's even necessary, to be frank. Uh, I've been thinking in the past couple of days as as I'm watching everyone wish each other happy holidays, watching, you know, sort of the religious context of the whole thing. And I'm reminded again and again that any time we look externally for that true paradigm shift, any time we, we look externally for what can only be found in us, within the context of our consciousness, that we really are wasting time. <laughs> and I don't mean to be offensive, um, I, 
but I will tell you that, uh, you know, one of the things that always kind of bothered me about Christmas was people felt like they could be jerks, you know, the other 364 days a year, and then all of a sudden everyone's wishing each other Merry Christmas. Uh, always struggled with that. You know, it, it was like a forced sort of kindness that needed to happen. And I, I think that I think that takes place, and I think that's part of the false reality. But I think that takes place because we believe, we have convinced ourselves that transformation is external. That is to say, we better act right since it's Jesus' birthday, is what people are thinking. Something external to you is impinging upon or forcing you to act in a different way. And I'm reminded once again that true paradigm shift, true shift in consciousness, true shift in one's awareness, true widening of one's awareness, a true depth of thinking, a true depth of personality, of soul, only comes from uh, the inward journey, <coughs> excuse me, and not the, not the waiting for someone to hand it to you externally. And I hope this day, with all of its trappings, all of its commercialization, all of its transaction, all of its sort of institutional religious connotations, I hope you take a moment and realize that there, <laughs> there's another 364 days where we have to go inside ourselves and find the truth of who we are, and let that spiritual paradigm shift happen in us individually. You know, my friends, I, I think that's so important. And I think it's so vital. And so maybe it might be the most important thing to the spiritual journey, this, this idea that we have been so externally focused on institutional religion, on institutional politics, on, on institutional economics, on institutional, you know, these, these, these ways we have set up reality that somehow we buy into and, and we revalidate over and over again, that those things aren't going to offer you the transformation. They're going to offer you the same thing over and over again to preserve itself. I uh, had a friend contact me last night. And we had a just a brief message chat uh, around you know why I left religion, and she was you know somewhat apologetic because she's still a religious person. God, one of the nicest people you ever meet, wonderful person. But she was like, I'm sorry that you don't, you know, adhere to anymore the Christian religion. And you know, I sent back a message. That's the cat being upset with the puppy. <laughs> Puppy's not fitting in, can you tell? Um, I, I sent my friend, my dear friend, and I've known her for 40 years. 
I sent her back a message and say, oh, do not worry, for I am finally and have finally discovered who I am. And I am free. And the truth, as the man said, the truth set me free. Uh, I am free from this habitual addiction to look externally for who I am. Now, I didn't go into detail. I don't think she listens to the podcast. You know, and of course, I paraphrase here as I'm speaking to you, our message, our messaging. It was very brief, but it, it reminded me once again that what I celebrate this day is a paradigm shift in me, in the world a little bit, because I do believe those teachings are on, I think, the teachings of Jesus, for the most part, the way we have received them, are pretty good. Uh, we got a lot of human element in there. But whenever we go to real love, real transcendence, real joy, real hope, I think we're in good stead. I think we're in, we're in good hands with, with that message. But even Jesus will say, you got to go inward. And so I hope, what I hope is that this holiday, with all of its external trappings, you, you take a moment, and not just this holiday, but tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day, and remind yourself that what you're seeking is not external. It's not found in the doctrine or dogma of an institution, whatever it is religious, political, scientific, economic. It's found within your capacity to love. Your paradigm shift is equal to your capacity to love. In the end, the love you get is equal to the love you make. To quote the Beatles again, that when we can realize that that happens within us, it, <clears throat> that that can only happen within us. And that's not to say that an organization you belong to can't help the world. God, people, there are a lot of hungry people today, my friends. But that's really the limit of it. That's, that's really the limit of what can be done institutionally is we can support each other, we can help feed people, we can hold each other's hands in, in real dark times, and that's important. But if you want to know, if you want to know what I think this paradigm shift of love is about, that has to happen inward. It has to happen within your own consciousness-raising work. Anyway, you'll hear the cat growl. She's mad at the dog. I'm going to go step in the middle of that. And I hope, my friends, that you have a, not just a great Christmas day, but a day after and the day after and the day after. Because I'm convinced what this, what this day serves is a reminder. This day is a reminder to go inward and to find love within you. And I'll talk to you, uh, I can do it tomorrow, I think. And I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye, guys.